Hey, hope you're ready for another awesome podcast. We got a really good one lined up today on Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. I'm your host, Grant, and let's get started. On a side note, real quick before we jump into the podcast, I want to let you know that you can access past Podcast of the Day episodes for great recommendations and all the behind the scenes of the podcasts that we've had on the show so far. To access it, you have to go search for Podcast of the Day um, and then let the profile pop up. And on that pop up, you'll see episodes. And then you click on there and you can scroll through and look through all of our past episodes that have been done so far. You can listen to any to hear all of the behind the scenes and all of the other stuff, other stuff that was featured in that episode. So yeah, go take a look at it. It's really cool. And uh, if you've always wanted to just have some recommendations for podcasts, that's a good way to do it. So anyways, back to today's regularly scheduled programming. Got a question for you. Have you ever heard of the word kismet? It's another word meaning destiny or fate, and it's actually the name of today's podcast, Kismet. And essentially, it's all about connections and relationships between two people. Now, this can vary from friendships to rivalries to romances to random adventures with two different people. Like, the the variation is insane. But either way, every podcast episode on Kismet is about one of these relationships. It can be, again, like a romantic relationship. It could be two friends who have had crazy adventures together. The list can go on and on. And it's really cool to hear all of these different stories and to really go in depth on two people that you've never heard of before and at the end come out and be just in awe of this story that they've shared with you. Um, so it, it's a really cool podcast, really dynamic, and the editing on it is insane. It is really well done. Um, so it's a great listen, and in general, I love it. I think it's one of my favorites, actually. So it's really cool to be able to feature it for you guys, and we have a ton of clips to show you exactly what it's all about. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's jump into it. The one wrestler that always stood out in my mind was Colt Cabana. Uh, I've been a professional wrestler since I was 18 years old. Cole Cabana making his way back to his feet. Right hand. I was in the WWE for two years. I went to my first wrestling training session in June the 6th, 2002. But I've made my most success on the independent underground alternative wrestling scene. I'd done my first show in 2004, but I was the worst wrestler on the planet. I'm known as one of the better comedy wrestlers, you know, in the world, dare I, I hope to say. The don't ask, don't tell policy basically says the subject of homosexuality is not to be discussed. As long as you're not caught, you're okay. The full the full title of the law is don't ask, don't tell, don't harass, don't pursue. <laughs> Do the wrong thing, just don't get caught doing it. The reality was that people would bother you, and they would bother you a lot. A stereotypical situation I would be in is my rackmate is just trying to start conversation and he just asks, you know, you know, do you got a girl back home? Just the offhanded comment, you know, what kind of girls do you like? And I responded immediately in a heartbeat. I was like, well, no, I don't date girls. You know, I can't be like ones that look like Josh Hartnett. And, and suddenly, you know, we both stop and look at each other because we just realized we we just broke Don't Ask, Don't Tell right there. I, uh would be put in these awkward situations where I want to be your friend. I want to talk to you about these things. I can't tell you the truth though. So that, that was, that was the first hurdle was, you know, how, just how easy telling would be. 
I don't, you don't know how to navigate it at that point, other than just shutting up and not being friendly with anybody. If I'm essentially lying about something so essential to myself, what else am I keeping secret? Or what else am I expected to keep secret? DADT in particular really trained me to not become intimate with my coworkers. I was expected to just sit in my room and enjoy the silence. I, I ended up making friends with a with another gay marine whose name was Adam. Adam had this uh, he had a lot of ideas. He, he was the type of, of, of gay man that you didn't need to ask. I had told Adam before that I was having issues with uh, actually meeting people in general. Adam immediately told me, hey there's this there's this other marine that you should meet because you know it's good for us all to be buddies and, and but the marine, uh, cachet at Kansas City is not huge. So the fact that there were three of us within the same barracks, that doesn't happen. But it did happen. Coming up after this segment right now that I'm talking to you and <laughs> there's a couple more clips. But then after that is an interview with Bart Warshaw. He is the creator and executive producer of Kismet and he had a lot of good things to say. So stay tuned. That is going to be coming up right after a couple more really good clips know what to do. We had a few sparring sessions with some of the other boxers in the gym. And he was like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. That was his thing. You'll be fine. I'm like, will I though? You get the wraps on, you have your gloves on, you have your headgear on. You're like, okay, this is real. Remember the one girl and she fights. She's an amateur boxer, but her background is also more in martial arts. So I got my face hit a lot. Fighting with her and we're about the same height was so different. I could be as tough as anything, but the first time you get hit in the face or the many times after that is not normal. She's just so much faster. She has also had like a long reach, super strong, just would like go in all the time. So I would be like flinching or I'd be like scared and they would be like yelling things and you're like, I'm trying. Having Kwame in the back there trying to guide me. What are you doing? Stop smiling. Why are you backing away? Don't be so nice. Don't back away. Don't back away. This is real. You need to be mean. Figuring out okay, how do I move? How to to remain calm? How to protect myself? How do I hit her? Not to retreat and to think about what your next move is while getting hit was wild. Uh, obviously, you know you train and like you leave training and your body's in pain. And everybody would be like saying the same thing, like get no, get in there, get in there, don't back away. But nothing like where I felt um, really hurt. I also got hit in the face a lot. Or I'm not afraid of getting punches. Maybe that's the difference. I called my parents and said, I'm flying back to New York to see John, who I had never met before, because I needed to see with my own eyes that he was going to be okay. Lots of machines, lots of beeping, lots of um, air noises in and out. And, He'd hit his head. You know, not being able to, to move. He was bleeding on the brain and they had to make sure that they could relieve that. And I was pretty much strapped to the bed at that point. And, and his pelvis was sheared into IVs and, and... The bottom half moved one way and the top half moved the other. Drains and plugs and... So he was in traction. You know, everything coming out of me. To and get that to heal back together. It was it was pretty scary to wake up and, and, and see this whole thing. Tracy and Scott picked me up. But he was in um, intensive care, and you had to be family. Well, she was under the impression that only um, family members could come in and see you. And obviously we weren't family because 
we hadn't even met yet. I had to figure out how I was going to get in there. So I, I did what any other girl would she do, and I took, took the diamond, diamond ring that, her that my grandma had left, had left me and put it on my left hand. And, and wore that in and said that she was my fiance. Told everybody I was his fiance. I remember walking in the room and seeing him in the hospital bed. And when they come back... They had told him that they were going to get something to eat, and then Tracy says, we brought you back a Sherry burger. I got a Sherry burger for you. There I was right behind her, and he... And then Sherry walks in, and she's right there, and I was... He lit right up. He had no idea that I was coming, and... I said, wow. And it put a smile on my face immediately. And he recognized me because he'd seen those pictures. Wow, this, this girl just traveled. 1,700 miles to see me, I mean. And he lit up. Little, little old me who just got banged up in a car accident. Why, why would that happen, so? Interview time is commencing. Welcome Bart Warshaw to the show as he talks about Kismet and a ton of other things. Hi, my name is Bart Warshaw. Um, I'm a producer. I produce a podcast, uh, particularly one called Kismet right now. And uh, I've worked on other podcasts, called one called Memory Motel and one called... Um, talked to Paulie in the past, and I've also produced a lot of music and uh, compositions and songs for various uh, media across the world. So what exactly got you into doing audio? Uh, I was always in audio. My dad's a musician. It was just, oh, it was awesome. something that I always did. And uh, I, I think in, in school, um, I started recording. And so it just became like a natural evolution of what I was doing with my music and always, I was always sort of like, creating music rather than playing music um so so it's just sort of it's have it's just evolved in that way like recording is you know naturally part of the creative process in music these days so at what point did you start the idea and execute on, on kismet and, and really creating the yeah podcast? well it was early uh 2016 so about this time 2016 actually um i just had i had the idea and um it took a while to sort of like think it through and i started doing some sort of uh, piloting of the of the project um, but it didn't really happen until the november december um, of 2016 um, and then we launched in february yeah. and so where did that idea come from then for for how the podcast works and if you want to explain it to people who are just coming yeah. into it yeah, so what it is, is essentially our, our stories of how people meet. Um, but they, they, they're not the sort of just romantic stories. They sort of stretch beyond that to um, sort of small interactions in life and friendships and um, artistic partnerships and occasionally rivals, you know, uh, sort of really, really broad base. Um, and it really was just a, an idea of like telling a story of uh, capturing a moment between two people's interaction. Um, and how, how it came about was, um, very simple, very simple. There was, I've always been fascinated by these, um, columns in various magazines and, um, publications around the world, uh, of how people met, they're called, often they're called how we met. Um, and I thought that wasn't, wasn't quite the right title for, for a podcast. So I decided to change the name, but it's very simple. And that was the format. Um, and then using my sort of musical background and, and sound design background, I kind of just said, well, let's just let's just immerse everybody and make sure like people are, are there for the journey. Where exactly do you do you find the people to get on the show? 
<laughs> everywhere and anywhere. Sometimes they just sort of pop up okay. and, and, and more kind of random. And I, you know, I tell the idea to somebody and, and they say, oh, I've, I've, I've got a friend who, you know, met this person there and I've got uh, another, you know, I met my boyfriend here. And, um, but often once we got sort of past the, uh, the initial ideas of sort of some of them, some of those romantic things, um, I started thinking about more thematic ideas. So it was like, you know, uh, you know, we just did this um, story on immigration. There's obviously been a lot of talk in the in the news cycle about immigration and, and asylum seekers and all these all these kinds of things. So that was like uh, something I just, you know, I was thinking about at the time and did some research into that and had some people like push me towards different areas. And so that was right. one of the things. But so I think, you know, I sort of tend to think about like thematic things and what will be exciting um, in terms of audio and how sound and, you know, so also trying to just try to be a little different, like you, the stories naturally, you know, you, those natural stories of how people met in terms of romantic thing, they're quite easy to find. So just trying to think like how, how far can we push that boundary? Um, and hopefully we can push it as far as it can go. I, I gotta say my, the first episode that I, that I tuned in for was, um, First one that I could find on the website, which was uh, Dust, oh, yeah. I think, um, totally fell in love, and I thought the production was amazing. So uh, from there, um, was that kind of your your go-to in terms of um, kind of designing the rest of the episodes, or is it just kind of a, uh, an episode by, by episode? It absolutely is episode. Yeah, of, episode yeah. by episode. Everyone, for me at least, is is a completely different um, experience. And that's, you know, that's, that's what keeps me excited with it as well, because I get to do something completely different every time. Um, I, I, every, every episode is a completely different challenge. Um, yeah, it, it's, 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 that's, that was kind of the point for me, because, you know, you can get a little bit repetitive in terms of if you're doing the same kind of show again and again and again, and it can get a bit boring, sure. but, but the idea that you can sort of jump into different worlds and jump into completely different scenarios. Um, yes, some of the tasks, you know, underlining the production are the same, but actually, like, you know, it's always, always different, and it's really fun to do that. Yeah. Have you made a lot of personal connections with these people then? I mean, after after the fact, after that. Yeah. Process, yeah. Well, it's really interesting, actually. You know, a lot of the, uh, some of the people in the episodes I I knew already, and kind of you know, right. I would never have expected those stories to come out. Um, but suddenly they did and they were just like, oh, you're, you live down the road from me. I don't need to think about this too much. And it's like it's there. Um, but then some of these other ones. Yeah, I've met these people and I, I, I will hopefully continue to be like really good friends with them because their stories. I mean, I've kind of interacted with their like a major moment in their life in such a personal way because I've still spent hundreds of hours like dealing with it. But um, you still there? Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, it's uh, it's been a it's been really nice, yeah, really nice. Hopefully, hopefully we get to continue to be friends. Yeah. And you do have a team behind you. Um, yep. Working with you. Yeah, right? we got uh, a few a few people who help occasionally. A couple of interns. Um, uh, yeah, they're all they're all like very good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we got um, Zoe Saunders who works on Studio Three Sixty and at WMYC, and um, Danny Lewis who's on Morning Edition. Um, so they do some pretty full-time work there, and occasionally they've helped out with various stories. Danny actually found the the two um, two boxes, the two female boxes there. Um, 
and um, and then we've got uh, Justine McClellan, who's an intern, and Pierre Bienemy, who's also an, another intern at the moment, and they're both both uh, working very hard to get all the extra things that I can't quite fit into my day done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are at kismetpodcast.com, and on Twitter we are at kismetpodcast, and Facebook forward slash kismetpodcast. Feel free to look up Kismet over at kismetpodcast.com. Um, that's where you're going to find all their episodes, a ton of really cool artwork that they have for each episode, and then a ton of other things. But um, I really recommend you go check it out if you have any interest in it. Um, and let me know what you thought about it, too. Use that call-in feature that's right here on Anchor. And I want to hear what you think about the show. Let me know. Call in. I want to hear your thoughts. Now, I think that's where I'm going to end today's show, but I really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode of Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor, and I hope you have a great day.